The world is a big and magical place, and Jason and Colin are your guides. So grab a bucket of pixie dust, because this is Disney World with sass and no strollers. And here are your two fairy godfathers. That's right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 17 of Two Fairy Godfathers. I'm Jason Matheson. I'm Colin Matheson. Thanks for being here, everybody. And right off the bat, we just heard from our friend, uh, our engineer here at Hubbard, that he was very disappointed that there wasn't a new episode on Memorial Day week. We're sorry. We took the week off. It's a holiday. We can't work all the time. Exactly. We wanted you to remember the reason for the season. But we're glad that you missed us. We are back. Uh, we're glad to be back. And uh, I think I'm really looking forward to this particular 17. Episode. Can you believe it, though? I know. 17. Someone asked me. I think our big boss asked me today. They're like, how many have you done? And I said, oh, I think we're on 17. So, And as always, thanks for your support. Thanks for uh, hanging in with us. And don't forget, uh, if you want to find us on social media, it's really easy to search for Two Fairy Godfathers on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. But we are the most active on Instagram. So give us a follow and give us a subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. So as I said, we're excited. You should be excited. This is going to be a good one. Let's get started. Okay. This is very exciting. We just went for a weekend. What, two weeks ago, Kyle? Yeah, I think so. Two weeks ago, a quick weekend, in on Friday, out on Sunday at Disney World. And it was probably one of the best weekend trips we have done at Disney. And this whole episode might be a little shorter than normal, but uh, we'll see. Uh, Probably not, because we could go on and on about how good Disney After Hours is. That's what we're going to cover today. Now, let me tell you right off the bat, what, you're making a face already. No, no, I was going to try to explain a quick difference because I think people will get it mixed well, up. I was going to turn to you for the what is it. So, again, there is a difference, Disney after hours compared to extra magic hours. Yeah, so they sound similar, but they are, in fact, different. Extra magic hours are open to everyone that's staying on Disney property, and it rotates different parks if it's morning, it's night, all that stuff. After Hours is a special ticketed event that is held at different parks on different days that you buy an additional ticket in addition to your park ticket to get in after the park closes to the general public, and it's amazing. Yeah. We're not going to bury the lead. We're not going to make you wait for our opinion. We're dedicating an entire episode to this because I have said this two dozen times since we got back, probably some of the best money that has come out of my pocket and into Mickey Mouse's pocket. It was so fun, and I would do it again and again and again. So here's how it works. If you, They've made it very easy because right off the bat, everyone's like, well, how does it work? Well, this is how it works. Each park has a different day you know, uh, within the month. Now, I have found in May that I'll just use Hollywood Studios as an example because that's what we did. Hollywood Studios offered up after hours on every Friday night in May. Now, that may not be the case for June. I haven't looked for June and July and August. But every Friday night in May, Hollywood Studios offered up the after hours ticket. So what you do is, this is what we did. You go to the My Disney Experience app. You already have your park ticket, hopefully. Uh, and you will see, you'll see some key art. You'll see some art on the main page that says they're really pushing after hours right now. That'll say Hollywood Studios after hours or... Um, Epcot after hours or Magic Kingdom. Click on that and it will lead you to buy an additional ticket. 
and you get to pick the date. They'll have you pick the date, and then you check out like any normal ticket. You can also go under ticketing and special events in that drop-down menu and pick after hours. Don't don't again. This is different. I'll re- we'll probably repeat this several times. This is different from extra magic hours or any other ticket event that they do. Yeah, like there's you know the villain nights and there's. You know, not so scary Halloween party, and there's all those other ticketed events. This is another completely different one. Now, the question will be is it worth it? Now, we've only done Hollywood. We'll probably do some more as the year goes on. Uh, because, like, for instance, in May, Colin really wants to do Animal Kingdom, but that's only on Tuesdays this month. And we're, unless we take a full week off, it's hard for us to do a Tuesday because Animal Kingdom would be awesome. Get on flights of passage over and over again, over again. But let me start with answering the question of. Let us answer the question, was it worth it? To us, yes. It is obviously experience. It is it, depending on your situation, situational, I guess. For us, it was perfect because we were flying in on a Friday, not getting in until like 5 o'clock, and we only had two days. So making that travel day worth it, expanding, because normally we only get about, what, two hours? In the two park? hours at the park, yeah. And then it clo- are they all closed? And it's like, well, now what do we do? Yeah. So it was really worth it for us because going back to kind of how it works, once you get, once you buy the after hours ticket, either on the phone or with, uh, with the app, you get to the park and about seven o'clock at night, we realized, and they're very strict about this at seven o'clock, they set up a, right by the main gate, a Disney after hours kind of check-in area. They scan you and then you get a wristband, you get a um, after hours wristband and then come park close. In the most polite Disney way possible, they get rid of everybody else and they look for those wristbands. Yeah, so they set up like checkpoints throughout the park with cast members and they make you show your wristband before you can get through. Yeah, they heard the people. They're like, okay, and they literally say, we're looking for wristbands, we're looking for wristbands. And you show it and they get rid of everybody else. And then from 9, 9.30 till 12.30, you basically have the park to yourself. And... It is extraordinary. I mean, we we didn't know what to expect. I had heard about it, but I'm like, oh, I don't know. Is it worth it? Uh, let me touch on pricing real quick uh, because for once, um, Colin usually handles all of the purchasing and stuff. I did this one. I was not going to surprise him, but I kind of did this one by myself. You kind of surprised me. I didn't know. I just yeah. saw it on my app all of a sudden. Yeah, I, so I handled this one. So I went on the app. Like I said, I picked my date. And the price. Now, here's where you have to ask yourself if it's worth it. For non-DVC members and annual pass holders, non-pass holders, it's about $130. It's about $129 per ticket per person. If you are a DVC member or an annual pass holder, we got it for $95 without tax. So about 100 bucks. So you have to make a determination because, look, $130 is basically a full-day ticket price. So you, you have to make this determination. For us... As two dudes uh, with no kids and uh, and only two and a half days, or basically two days, it was, uh, you heard Colin with the lead, it was beyond worth it. Yeah, you know, like we said, with our annual pass, our tickets are already paid for, so yeah. it doesn't feel like that big of an expense to go for us and spend that and get all of this time, because... You know, if you're, like you said, if you're there for two and a half days and you're trying to rush through, if you can knock this out in a night and ride everything over and over and over again, that means the next day you don't have to go there. No, you don't. I mean, you you literally have your fill. This 
I was worried because I saw this previewed on Disney Food Blog. I watched one of AJ's videos. Hi, it's AJ. Um, and I was like, okay, she recorded that one. They recorded that one in the fall. And she kept saying how dead it was. And I was like, okay, well, fall till May. What if it gained in popularity? What if they're letting more people in? Because, you know, it's a limited number of tickets they sell to keep. And I think that they're still in the very early pilot stages of this program because they were adamant on the survey. the survey. And the problem with the survey is they're like 45 minutes. And I'm like, I don't have time to no, do that. Girl. Keep it short. Keep it short if you want to know our opinion. I think they really are trying to decide if it's worth it, if it's cost effective for them to do this. Yeah. Especially every park, every week. So I think they're still in like a test pilot program. So please keep it, Disney World, please. So everyone left, um, or as my boss calls them, the great unwashed all left the park. And then it was just us. It was just the after hours folks. And it was magical. You almost felt like you had broken into the park and had free reign. There was one point where, and we're going to have them on a future episode. We bought it. We brought a Disney world virgin, our friend Brian uh, to Disney for the first time. The three of us are walking down sunset Boulevard and there's, nobody else on sunset Boulevard. yeah we were by ourselves tower of terror behind us nobody and we're just yeah we're walking and it's like there's nobody here the longest wait we had for any ride was um slinky dog dash we waited and we went right at 9 30 yeah we waited what five minutes five minutes tower of terror we waited five minutes only because we just got to get we had to get through the, the the queue right at the um right by the door right by the elevator door and uh, it, you should know, Colin was talking about the cost effectiveness because you're thinking, how does Disney make money on this? Well, keep in mind, at Hollywood, all the rides are open. There isn't one ride that wasn't open. Attractions aren't open, but all the rides are open uh, this night. But what they do is to keep labor down, like let's say for uh, Tower of Terror, only one side was open. So they don't need attendance. One elevator. One even. elevator. Yeah, they didn't open. even have two running. So. No. And then for uh, like, let's take for instance uh, Star Tours. They only had one. Th- they only yeah. had one. Yeah, one. Out, yeah, open. one. Out of, one out of the six was open. So, so that's, that's. But you don't need it because we walked into Star Tours, oh! and again, we were the only people in there. The only human beings anywhere in that. But we were laughing. We walk in, and it did look like we had broken to Disney World. It was like an apocalypse movie. Oh, it really was. Star Tours freaked me out because they're. There wasn't a crew member. There wasn't a cast member. Nobody it was us and C three PO and and we started laughing. We're like, is are we? Is this good? Is are we okay? Um, it was. And then the unexpected thing, which I should have listened closely to AJ, was. And are you ready for this? Free snacks and beverages. This was the big surprise. If I can see them getting rid of anything, I can see them getting rid of this. For cost wise, this I don't know how long this is going to last because I think this is a good deal. You get all the popcorn and all the Mickey Mouse ice cream bars that you can eat, um, and each of those Mickey bars are six dollars. So I was shocked. I went up to the woman, the popcorn woman, and I was she had it sitting like on the shelf, and I go, "Can I just take this?" She was, "Yeah, just take it. Here you go." And we ate our oh, it was so good. So selected sodas and snacks are totally free. During the three hours. Now, keep in mind that all the restaurants and bars and everything still follow their normal hours. So, for instance, we went to Tuna, and I think it closed at 930. Yes. So, those places aren't always open. No, but we there were there – oh, what's the new bar that our friend Kelly works at? Yeah, that one was open. um, I've got Sunshine Day Bar. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. The Sunshine Day Bar. Um, It's by the DVC booth. Yep, on, on Sunset, Sunset Boulevard. Boulevard. Yep, um, that one was open. 
So not everything is open, but like that one was. So we were able to keep cocktailing all night. All night long. So if you're a cocktailer like we are, uh, don't worry. There are adult libations available. And that popcorn and ice cream comes in handy after a couple cocktails and some rides. Oh, I was I looked like a horse. I, w- I stuck that box of popcorn like basically on my face and was devouring it. It was so – well, again, it's like 12 o'clock at night. You're a little tipsy. And popcorn, the buttery popcorn is just so damn good. It was – and I ate one Mickey bar. I wish I could have eaten two, but I'm thinking this is free. I kept. I, it was hard to fathom that this stuff was free, and but it was fantastic. It was just magical. It was yeah. It was cool to walk around and not see another person. And like I think we rode everything twice. Yeah, easily. we did easily, easily. And, and then I, and then we left because we were like, there's still time left, but we're tired and we've ridden everything. Yeah, and then we had we had about a half hour left, and we're like, you know what? I I, I think. We've, we've had our fill, and it's a travel day. But, look, on any normal day, we could have lasted well well into the to the end. And I, I bottom lining it, if you can swing it, I really encourage, especially if you're like us and you go all the time and you're looking for – you're always looking for new experiences. This really was a highlight of this past trip that we took. I think about it all the time. I recommend it to everybody. If you can swing the money – and you know you're you're without kids and and I would do it. Yeah, and if, or if you're there on a limited time and you want to try to make the most of it, I think it's this is maybe you know comparable to like a VIP tour. In yeah, a sense you're not going to have to wait in line. It's cheaper for sure because you have to have like ten people, you know, ten people to afford a VIP yeah. tour because they're so expensive. This is a cheaper way to do it and get as many rides in as you want at a park that. Now you said Animal Kingdom, but let's just let's just talk here for a second. Mm-hmm. What other park do you think? I think Magic would be really good. It would be worth the money yeah. for Magic because just of the sheer amount of rides. I think Epcot's the only one that doesn't make sense because the only reason it would make sense is if all the bars and restaurants are staying open. Yeah, I don't know if they are. So, and to me, I'm like, eh, how I can many do times that. can you go on Soren? You know what I mean? I mean, Soren's fun, but. I don't want to go on it. It's not one that I would go on repeatedly. Yeah. Epcot's the only one that I'd be like, eh. But I think Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom would be awesome on this. I would get on Space Mountain just over and over and over and mine train over and over again. So, again, just to recap, if you want to check dates, go to the My Di- The easiest thing to do is go to the Disney website or go to the My Disney Experience um, app and click on Ticketed Events. Or, like I said, they're really promoting it. So you'll see the key art. You'll see the key art on the app uh, and just click on the particular park that you're looking for. You'll be sent to a calendar and you can pick uh, you can pick the day that you that you want. There's nothing quite like the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. It's the place where dreams come true. Moments last a lifetime and enchantment is around every corner. The world tells you to grow up. Here, you never have to. Walt Disney World Resort. That's the power of magic. To start planning a magical Disney vacation with a travel leaders advisor, visit tvlleaders.com slash tfg. That's tvlleaders.com slash tfg. Should we do an earful or a mailbag today for this episode? Your pick. Should we do the mailbag? Sure. Let's do the mailbag. We have some We have some, uh, We have some. questions from y'all. You've got Ricky. mail. Oh, boy. That's right, Mickey Mail. We love hearing from you on our social medias. 
again, we're most active. Colin handles Facebook. I handle Instagram. So if you do have a question, keep them coming, and who knows, we could be answering them on a future episode. Kyle, you have today's question. Yeah, so someone asked on Facebook, can I take my drink from place to place in Disney? And I realized that I never really clarified this, that we said, yeah, you can drink in Disney World. And we were just talking about our friend Brian that we brought. He goes, I didn't even know you could drink in Disney World, let alone this is like a Las Vegas thing. You can take your cocktail anywhere in the parks. Yes. Now, the exception, of course, as we've talked about before, is Magic Kingdom. You have to – you can only get beer and wine in the sit-down restaurants, and you can't take it out with you. Which some people still – there's a lot – still a lot of drama over there. I know. People do not like that. Um, but no, if you're at Hollywood Studios or Animal Kingdom or Epcot, yeah, you can get your drink. You leave the bar as long as it's in a to-go cup and you can walk around and just, you just have to finish it before you get on a lot of the rides. You can bring it into the queue with you. You just have to have it thrown away before you get on the ride. We have become, you should see us at their security cameras. We have become professionals trying to finish our drink. We know kind of the time, like Tower of Terror. We know where the garbage can is. So we, we can fit, we can kind of plan our, our sips just perfectly before we get to the garbage or last garbage can before we throw it out. So yeah, enjoy your cocktailing. Take it with you. I know we all, Colin and I were laughing. Our friend Brian really gave us an interesting perspective because a lot of the things that we think you guys wouldn't find helpful, it's kind of like second nature to us. We need to remember that a lot of you, and this is why we love doing the podcast for you, um, a lot of you have never even been to Disney World before. So a lot of the things that we just go, oh, that's not really a tip. That's No, it really is a tip. Or we just take it for granted. So we're going to – Brian has Brian has helped us is what we're trying to say. And, again, we're going to have Brian on a future episode to tell you what it's like to go hard with us. Like when you go on a trip with us, it is – it's not for the – it's not for the week. Let me tell you, we kind of broke Brian that weekend. Our friend Haley said that there's a picture of Brian that exists that the public will never see. He looks like we took him out on, into a ditch, rolled him in mud, and like beat him with a stick or yeah, something. Yeah, we may have pushed him a little too hard. A little too hard. That'll be on a future episode, uh, but that's going to do it for today. Again, don't forget you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Just search for Two Fairy Godfathers. And please hit that subscribe button. And uh, thanks for the great ratings on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Podcast One. And if you're a Disney cast member, spread the word. And we love hearing from you. We love our cast member friends. We'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. 
Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.